Live Well Podcast, episode number 41. Hi, welcome to Live Well Podcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allie. I'm Kim, and we are your hosts for today. It's been a while, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's been even longer for you because yeah. I, I did do a podcast while you were in Florida for spring break. Right. I was on uh, spring break and I uh, was in Florida and it was uh, an amazing trip through my science class. And you weren't with your mom and dad. Nope. <laughs> I was away from home Who for five days. Who were you days. with? Uh, chaperones from school and a lot of friends from school. And your so. science teacher. Right. He was a chaperone. And you kissed Elvis? Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, uh, Elvis the dolphin. We swam with dolphins, and I got to kiss one of them. <laughs> and we went to a sea turtle hospital. It was really a great trip. It was so much fun. Yeah, I wanted to go. Yeah. And then just other things have been keeping us busy. Last week I was in Las Vegas for Arbonne's uh, Global Training and Conference, and I do that each year. I love that. I got a lot of great training and some inspiration and great ideas and got to see some uh, friends that gen- sometimes I only see them once a year in Las Vegas. So I did that last week and I'm trying to get back into the swing of things. Yeah. So, so today uh, we're going to talk about something that I sometimes have problems with, dark circles and puffiness around the eyes. This uh, can be a serious problem. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> you have this problem yet, though, well, do you? Well, not yet, but... <laughs> Well, dark circles, puffy eyes, bags, did you know that that's what they call them? Yeah. Yeah. And shadows. All of these things make us look more tired and older than we really are. But it's not just reserved for us older folks. People in their 20s and 30s have this problem, too. I'm not there yet, though. (laughs) No. I'm just trying to go along with this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But before we talk about how to fix it, I thought maybe we'd talk a little bit about how or why these eye problems occur and how we might be able to avoid them. So why they occur and what we can do about it. The problem with bags under the eyes is that it usually starts out small. And they're almost hardly visible. These little, like a little pillow of puffiness might might be visible, but they're kind of hardly there. But they start out really small, just below the lower lid. And then if left untreated, it can puff out further. And then over time, it gives way to an under under eye bag that becomes quite noticeable. Actually, that's kind of hard to say, under eye bag. Try saying that 10 times Under eye bag. <laughs> that was just once. Under eye bag, under eye bag. I'm, I'm not but anyway, so over time, they can um, become worse and become quite noticeable. One cause is the natural aging process. There is a certain amount of fat in the under eye area, and it's held in place by ligaments. And then as we age, the ligaments get weaker, and uh, it allows the fat to push forward, forming that little puffy area under the eye. And then as time goes on, the puff gets bigger. Skin loses elasticity also as we age. And then those under eye bags are, they can be hereditary and they can also be a structural genetic issue that simply causes some people to develop this problem sooner than others. But lifestyle factors matter too. So lack of sleep, eating too many salty foods, and retaining water, plus lack of exercise contribute to under eye bags showing up sooner. Sometimes a chronic sinus condition or a nasal allergy can result in an under-eye puffiness. Um, The constant swelling and deflating that goes on can also contribute to loose skin. 
So if you find yourself with a stuffy nose, pain over the brow or cheekbone, or watery and itchy eyes at the same time your eyes look the puffiest, it's important to go and see an allergist. Sometimes the puffiness can be substantially reduced once you treat the underlying allergy or sinus condition. Um, but something that might also help is using an extra pillow when you sleep to prop your head up higher. This can actually help with drainage so that fluid doesn't collect in the sinus area. It might make the eyes look less puffy in the morning. So what kind of treatment options are there? There are many temporary fixes for puffy eyes. I'm sure a lot of us have heard about covering the puffy area with frozen tea bags or cucumber slices or the back of an ice cold spoon. These methods, surprisingly, may actually provide some temporary relief. And in each instance, it's really the cold that's working to take down the swelling. There are also cosmetic fixes, such as injectables like Restylane or cosmetic surgery, but these typically cost uh, you know, a pretty fair amount of money, and they have some risks associated with them as well. Along with the under-eye puffiness, many people struggle with dark circles or shadows under their eyes. This is actually pretty common. Um, this is also a result of aging as the facial structure changes and skin becomes thinner. Um, Under-eye darkness can be a result of pigmentation issues, a common problem for both Asians and African Americans. And I've actually heard that it's also common in people with Mediterranean descent as well. And I'm not sure if my dark circles are due to my Italian background or my allergies or probably both. It could be a combination of yeah. both, yeah. Skin lightening treatments, uh, they may be able to help with this. Treatments with kojic acid may help even out the skin tone so that so that the dark area isn't as noticeable. There are also plenty of things that we can do to cover up these eye issues. Makeup and skin care can help improve the look. Primer is the first step. Start your cover-up with primer under the eye area. I love primer. Uh, this helps smooth the area, fill in fine lines, and it helps other products like foundation and concealer to stay in place. Foundation first if you're using a liquid foundation. Um, if using a liquid foundation, apply that first, then your concealer. You might not need as much concealer, and plus the foundation will only wipe it off. Um, but use concealer first if you're using powdered foundation. And let's talk about concealer. The right concealer can actually help hide dark circles and do a good job. I recommend using a peach-colored concealer, not one that's white or gray. And then you also want it to be slightly lighter than your skin tone, but not too light. I also recommend avoiding scented products and anything with salicylic or glycolic acid. These types of ingredients can irritate the delicate eye tissue and it can create redness and swelling. So to apply your concealer, use either a concealer brush or you can dab your ring finger in the concealer and spread it with your finger. I recommend applying concealer in a half moon shape. So, so like a crescent? Yeah, like a crescent, yeah. So start dotting it first at the inner corner of your eye, and then you want to extend it halfway under your eye. So you want to maybe go to about, you know, where your, your pupil is. But you don't want to apply concealer towards the outer corner of your eye because it will emphasize lines like crow's feet. So just go halfway. And then I also recommend applying a small bit of concealer along the side of your nose near the inner corner of your eye, kind of near the tear duct area, um, because a lot of people get dark in that area as well. Right. Um, for removing makeup, um, the skin under the eyes is thinner and m much more delicate. 
So when removing makeup or applying creams to the area, use a light touch with gentle movements. Uh, if you tug and pull and rub, it can just stretch the skin out more. And just a quick note about eye cream. Eye creams are formulated with smaller particles to penetrate the thinner skin. It would not be appropriate to use facial cream or body cream under the eyes. So keep that in mind. That is true. Other things that help? Eating a variety of healthy foods so that we're getting the proper nutrition for our bodies, getting plenty of exercise, and getting enough rest and relaxation. Isn't it interesting that those things always seem to pop up as recommendations for a lot of health issues? Have you noticed that? (laughs) Yeah. So I think if we all did a really good job of eating really healthy, getting exercise, getting enough rest, we probably wouldn't have a lot of the ailments that we... That is true. Yeah. Know about or talk about. Right. So it's an important thing. Uh, it's a very, very important lifestyle factor. Yes, it is. I think it's a wrap, Allie. It's a wrap. We hope you got something worthwhile from today's podcast, and we hope you'll join us for the next show. Our plan is to bring you simple tips that will allow you to live better. If you have any questions or want to hear a specific topic on our podcast, please call us or email us. We'd love to hear from you. Contact us at 312-957-7087 or email us at feedback at livewellpodcast.com. We might even use your question on our next show. You can also find us at livewellpodcast.com, our website. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all of you. Lord willing, we will be with you on our next show. Have a joyful, healthy week. Simple information to help you live well and bloom where you are.